0: At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running Daytona Motor with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly.
1: Hey, this is Godwin Kelly, and there's no Ken Willis. Good. (laughs) Filling in for Ken Willis is Zach Dean.
0: We don't need that negativity. Yeah. That's why I'm
1: here. So, uh, anyway... uh, old willis has uh moved on to greener grass literally yeah and Do you uh, think
0: he's in the uh, par three tournament today up there in augusta
1: <laughs> well you're you blew it for me i was gonna like you're gonna lead us on you can, you're gonna lead us on yeah. like like we, he's passed like, like he left us yeah. yeah so yeah every year uh is it the second week in april i guess every year right yeah. second week in april um, Ken Willis, since he was before he was your age, yeah, when he had hair, yeah, when he had hair, and he had a you know, uh, he had muscles,
0: yeah, exactly, <laughs> motivation, <laughs> motivation, <laughs>
1: a great personality, mm-hmm.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> so he's been going up there for it's getting. I, I swear it's getting close to forty years. I think he's. Like between 30 and 40, somewhere in there, like 33, So when he first 34. went up there,
0: was Jack still swinging it? Oh, yeah. Well, so, he's, yeah he's he seen, was, so he's
1: seen everybody. He was there the year that Nicholas won his last Masters. Yeah.
0: God, you forget how old Ken is sometimes. Oh,
1: he's just ancient.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Well, he's like 75 now, isn't he?
0: At least. but yeah. they, well, they said that's the new 65 nowadays, yeah. technology, all that crap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, good luck to him this week at, in Augusta, Georgia.
0: Yeah, really tough week for him. He gets to go watch the Masters <laughs> for four days at Augusta.
1: Hey, he's got to write a column every day. Oh, that's tough. Yeah.
0: Doesn't he have to talk to anybody. They all bring him to him, and his column is just his thoughts. Yeah. Tough.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a tough gig, but somebody has to do yeah. it. Yeah,
0: glad, I'm glad he's taking the bullet for us yeah.
1: on that one. So, anyway, we'll go on to racing. Uh And uh, we've got a lot of different subjects here. Of course, there's the Gibbs-Pensky factor. There's all kinds of news coming out of Bristol this week. Um, More
0: news than fans.
1: We're going to look ahead to uh, Richmond and beyond. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll have a... uh, We'll have a dad joke. We're throwing that in now. See, I
0: don't think I've been a fill-in since the dad joke was created. Yeah. a a segment, so I'm interested to see how that's.
1: Okay, and then also we're going to end with a clip that has nothing to do with racing, everything to do with Daytona. All right. Good enough for me. So let's put in the key and the ignition and get this thing cranked. All right, we're going to start out with, what do you know? What do you know? All right, so right now, the predominant talk on the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. I always have to throw that in because it won't be the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series next year. So, good trying to get thanks.
0: The <laughs> Ken hates is the word manx. I say bring back Winston or Nextel. Do Nextel stores still exist? No, because
1: Sprint bought Nextel.
0: Somehow, Boost Mobile stores still exist. I've, I've never gone in there, but that's got to be some shady things in those Boost Mobile stores. Yes,
1: yeah. Boost Mobile
0: was my first phone.
1: Oh, my God. Back in
0: uh, sixth or seventh grade, and Boost Mobile was really hot. Yeah. Walkie talkie feature on it and everything. It was yeah. awesome.
1: So, uh,
0: anyway, I digress.
1: Digress. So, anyway, we've had uh, eight races, I
0: believe. Has it been that many? Yeah. Almost been two months into this deal? Yeah. Good God, the season's flies.
1: And uh, there's a recurring theme here. Yeah. Aaron, let me, let me hold this on. Will they get to look at me now? Yeah. Right,
0: I'll make sure my hair looks good. Uh, I'm growing it out.
1: Uh, Oh, look at that.
0: I shaved the beard low, yeah. growing the hair out, you know. Because, you know, for as long as I've been here, I've had the long beard. i am going
1: to zoom in on that.
0: I've had the long beard and the short hair, yeah. so I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Bridges yeah. has the long beard and, <laughs> and short hair look as well, as you can tell. So I'm going to go long hair, short beard. As I told someone the other day, I guess it's my version of a midlife crisis. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Otherwise, but, we look too close around. <laughs> exactly, yeah,
1: I wouldn't be able to tell mean, us apart. But uh, your midlife crisis, how old are you now?
0: 26. Yeah,
1: 26. That's okay.
0: halfway to 50, what? Two? God. Yeah. See? It's a midlife crisis. Yeah. yeah
1: you poor That's thing. That's a
0: quarter-life crisis. A <laughs> quarter-life. 54, <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that. Well, they, 54 is the new 44. You just bring it, So you're good. So really, 26 is the new 16, so... I can't even drink. I'm in trouble. I can't. They, I hope they didn't apply to me.
1: Yeah, anyway, well,
0: God, we're getting off on a tangent, just, and Ken's not even here
1: today. Just make sure you carry your ID. I do. Um, so the recurring theme here since you know. since the Daytona 500 in February has been Gibbs Penske. Yep. Gibbs Penske. It's uh, those are the only two teams that have won. Man, that's it.
0: And dominated, and and, and,
1: and not only that, but um, I don't know if I should t- skip ahead here.
0: Well, yeah. We're all over the place today. So all right. Well, um,
1: I, I'm not going to talk about, but I mean, do you see any other team? Is there any other team out there Oof. right now? And we're talking about these are multi-million dollar teams. Do you see anybody challenging these guys in the foreseeable future?
0: Well, as as weird as it sounds, from where we were a couple of weeks ago. Hendrick has found something I think we can all agree on that I mean Hendrick has certainly found something Jimmy Johnson had the poll two weeks ago Chase had it last week Chase nearly won Martinsville he had a good car this past week if he could just steer it uh, so I think Hendrick's found something but I still think they're a ways off I mean Kevin Harvick's gotta gotta win a race at some point right I know that he's been kind of quiet especially last week because he got behind with the penalty, but. I mean, right now it's got to be Stuart Haas, right? Stuart right. Haas has to be the team. Kevin Harvick has to be the guy. I think Al Merola's been close this year. He's gotten some bad luck. Boyer's been running top five a lot. So Stuart Haas is the obvious choice. But I do think uh, after that West Coast swing, Hendrick, and I know that I'm a Hendrick apologist, um, but I think they found something. So, but 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 right now Penske and, and Joe Gibbs are just so far out ahead of everybody, it's it's comical. And then yeah. it, probably, it probably will remain that this weekend because – Richmond is like, it's Kyle Bush's playground, I think. So, yeah. as are our, our must tracks right now.
1: So, um,
0: who do you think? Stuart Haas, right?
1: I think Stuart Haas is going to be the, probably going to be, yeah. well, we, we'll talk about the, a little more of this later, but I think Stuart Haas is coming. I think Hendrick is finally showing some life. Oh, I mean,
0: God. I was about to turn off the TV if yeah. I had to watch one more day of Hendrick running 15th and lower. So yeah. his and last few weeks have, have restored my faith Jimmy, in Hendrick Motorsports. Jimmy
1: Johnson actually said that he was afraid. You know, he had a couple top tens or whatever. Yeah. He said he was afraid to say that they turned it around, yeah. but after Bristol, he's like, Yeah, we've uh, turned it's it like three
0: weeks in a row. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty safe to say that they have found something. It's yeah. not a lot of fluke. And I think Richmond you're gonna see more of the same especially from uh, Jimmy and Chase.
1: Okay, so um we got a clip that's related to this
0: really oh, adam
1: stevens oh, cool uh, who is if you don't know Kyle Bush's crew chief. And um he taught he was asked about, you know, how long will this go on? Is this going to go on until we get to Homestead basically yeah. And so we had an interesting uh, comment that we plucked from the Internet. cool. To run for you guys. So Adam Stevens,
0: right now. <laughs> um, I would hesitate to pick who's best right now. I mean, they've had us covered today. We weren't very good, um, like I've said a dozen times already. But, uh, um, you know, I don't think being fast in the first seven or eight races of the year really means that you're going to go to homestead and wear everybody out. But, uh, certainly their program is in a good spot. And I think we're in a good spot. Um, <clears throat> I think if we do our jobs and we hit it right, that, uh, we can run with anybody. Uh, and I don't expect that'll be different when we get down to the, uh, playoffs.
1: All right. So, uh, He's being a little on the modest side.
0: Yeah. It's hard to do if you're part of the 18 (laughs) team right now. My God. You know, they didn't even have a good car. I mean, they had a good car. They
1: wrecked on the first lap. I know. The guy, I'm I'm like, oh, my goodness. I
0: still contend, and and I said this on, and it's not because I'm a Chase Elliott guy, but I think... If Chase Elliott has power steering in that race, I think he has a light years better car than Kyle oh, Busch. Yeah. And I think that's a completely different race. Even without power steering, Chase drove back up into, like, fifth. Right. So I, I, I think Hendrick had something, especially Chase had something for, for Kyle Busch there, but he just couldn't get there. Oh, All right. Unbelievable.
1: So, so anyway, um, with Dale Earnhardt over your shoulder, uh, I need you to <laughs> – behind you. There he is. Yes. Yeah. I need you to uh, – Bid adieu to our Facebook Live people.
0: How about these socks, though, before I bid adieu? Ken Willis would love those socks. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, I'll be drinking one of those in a couple hours because I'm off for the next five days.
1: <laughs> all right. So, we'll see you later uh, at to hear the rest of this, including our guest clip uh, at the end of the show. All right. See you later. All right, so uh the Bristol race. There's a lot of different things about the Bristol race, okay?
0: I love Bristol. Um it's always one of the best races, to two best ra- two of the best races of the year. Never disappoints.
1: Well, first of all, it was a very competitive race. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, let's let's put that out there first. It, do
0: you like the new Bristol or the old Bristol? I like the old Bristol. You do. So you like having a moose so I, I, I kind of like having two grooves. I like that better. I just think it's more racing. Old Bristol, I get it. You have to move some out of the way. Whoever can make their car sticks right. in good shape. But I like having you know, those those two lines. Yeah. But again, I'm the new fan. Yeah. You're the old fan, which is uh, why we like our new and old things, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean – and then also, you look at the old Bristol track, and you remember the incidents between oh Earnhardt yeah. and Labonte, and Earnhardt and Wallace, and
0: Earnhardt and Labonte you know, again. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> I know. remember Gordon and uh, Gordon and Rusty. That's the one growing up. That Sharpie 500. I, I. That's one of the earliest races I remember watching. Is Jeff Gordon bumping Rusty out of the way there in the waning laps? I remember that vividly. Where I was, I don't know why. But but that's why I love Bristol because I, I that is one of my my earliest memories of me watching NASCAR as a kid.
1: Well, now uh, the people the, the the naysayers, you know, the about the new course yeah. and the new configuration and all that, they'll say, "Well, just look at the crowd at wow. Sunday's race." Oof. Yeah, I mean Oof. that's and they they can't. Did,
0: did you notice that during the race?
1: Yeah, they can't do anything about it. See Bristol, they they build it like oh, it's, uh, it's a stadium yeah,
0: it's 150,000 it, they it can hold yeah. in there
1: and there's no way like you go to Martinsville or Richmond or whatever they didn't build an entire no. stadium they yeah. built a section and when people stopped coming they could you know kind of take sections out and you wouldn't notice the
0: optics wouldn't be as yeah. bad that's the problem with Bristol the optics are just so bad yeah
1: it's, it, it is bad and I think maybe that's why they're making it a night race next year uh, yeah, or or where that's Martinsville. Sorry. Well, no. there
0: is there. I mean, the Bristol Night Race always does better. I mean, number one, it's during the summer, right? And you know, no, the weather's better. It's freaking cold, right? Um, and it's it's the night race at Bristol, which is which is as, as close to a crown jewel as you're going to get without being a crown jewel, right? Um, but yeah, it, it's it was. But again, the ratings are up. Like TV ratings are up this year from last year. Yeah, they're not from two years ago, but they're from last year. And last year was a steady decline. So right. that's good. But now the ratings are going up, and uh, the, the attendance is not following suit. Well, I'm, I'm wondering
1: if, if NASCAR is becoming sort of a TV sport at this point. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously, the only reason they're flourishing or making money is because of the TV contract. Yeah. And uh, so you have to and, wonder. And,
0: and people forget, and, and just because NASCAR is such a hot topic right now, But attendance is down across the board. It's not just now. Turn on a Major League Baseball game right now. Rarely. I mean, rarely do you see sellouts. And and my God, God forbid you turn on a frigging Marlins game right now. There is (laughs) nobody there. Or a Rays game. And the Rays are doing well and there's nobody there. Even Yankees games, it's it's not sold out. So attendance is down throughout the Dolphins game on a Sunday.
1: Also, if you look at the the, uh, cost... Yeah, oh. A Yankee, somebody told me a Yankees, like, the the cheapest seat they got is like 90 bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the same like, thing at Fenway, for yeah. the most part. Same, same thing at Wrigley, for the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, attendance is down across the board. So it's not just a NASCAR problem. Everybody would rather stay at home. They have 17,000 different devices. They, they can go to the beach and watch a race. Yeah. I mean, it, there's the thing. I, I go to the beach on the street. I'd rather do that than watch a race. I'm, at the track. Well, it's a nice the, day. And
1: then there's another factor that Clint Boyer. Uh, I saw know, that. Did he did you, a
0: little investigative report. Isn't that
1: amazing? Yeah,
0: he's he's the best. So, I wish
1: he would win. So anyway, Clint Boyer um, took it upon himself to call several hotels, motels in that area of Bristol. Yeah. To get their rates, and he said that uh, that they jack up the price of a room on race weekend by three times so a hundred dollar room is 300 bucks yeah. and he,
0: price gouging godwin yeah
1: now that's a, a tender subject in this area yeah. <laughs> uh, that's there's been a long I, I discussion hope you
0: didn't call someone during the, during a 400 weekend mm. and because i think that's gonna that could be the same results i, I wouldn't be surprised if he called someone here and they give them kind of the same. Intel. Uh,
1: I think more it's it's more the Daytona 500 than the 400.
0: Uh, yeah, it's obviously.
1: Yeah, and uh, they actually the summer season in Daytona is the big tourist season for
0: Daytona, which is so. weird because the summer season in anywhere else in Florida is dead. But yeah. Daytona, it's the exact opposite. It's yeah. Brutal. So I love anyway. the summer everywhere else because there's no one here. Anyway, uh,
1: continuing on with our uh, Bristol. Yeah uh segment i guess um it was interesting because on the restart you had kyle and kurt bush lined up side by side at the front yeah and two,
0: two very good bristol drivers my god they yeah. own bristol
1: yeah so uh
0: Kurt won there last fall or last the uh, summer right yeah
1: Pretty so sure. afterward uh, on pit road um they talked to kurt and he admitted he said if i could have got to kyle's bumper i would have wrecked him see ya so in the media center, when he was uh, told about that, well, actually, Kurt actually had told him in Victory Lane he would erect him if he had the chance. Uh, this was his reaction. So we have a clip from Kyle Bush about uh, Kurt Bush talking about wrecking his brother <laughs> uh, and
0: Kyle's reaction. We we're talking to Kurt and he said that he had told you he was going to wreck you. If he could have got to you, what was your reaction to that? And where did he tell you that at? He told me in victory lane. And I told him, I was like, you can't tell people that you're going to wreck them before you do it. Because when roles are reversed, that person's going to wreck you because you've already told them that you were going to wreck them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I guess if I'm ever running second to Kurt, I'm going to wreck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it's just, um, I don't know. It, it I'm glad it didn't, Turn out that way, and he couldn't get to me because I certainly wouldn't want to have been in that situation. So I'm just glad that I could finally hit my marks halfway decent and uh, and drive away a, a few more inches there towards the end of the race. And I think he was trying really, really hard. And I seen him get kind of crossed up in my mirror a couple times off of two. And I think he got in a fence once or twice. So that uh, just gave me that little extra gap that I needed to be able to bring it home. So. Uh
1: All fair in love and war and family. I mean, Oh,
0: my God. Are you serious? If I had my brother in front of me, that is, like, the least worried I'd ever be about wrecking someone. Like, what are they going to do? Be mad at you? Sure, go ahead. It's your brother. Who cares?
1: Well, especially on a short track where, you know.
0: It's kind of a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. Don't wreck them. Just move them. Just move them out of the way.
1: Just nudge them out of the way. All right. So that's it for What Do You Know? And now it's time to move on to... You'll get that in big-time auto racing. Let's get it. All right, you'll get that in big-time auto racing. Uh, one thing you get is people announcing their retirement. Yeah. And.
0: Uh, well, that that usually happens when the AP calls you out for being a terrible announcer. So, God, head on a swivel, Mike Joy. I love you. Be careful.
1: Um, so, last week, the AP's Jenna Fryer wrote a scathing column about you know, it's time for Daryl Waltrip to leave the announcing booth. Yeah. And uh, within a week, he's at Bristol where he won 12 races, including seven in a row at one point, and uh, announced that this is yeah, it's indeed his last season at Done. 72 years old. So um, what I want to know is what's your thought on – when we get to next year and it's the Daytona 500 and there's no DW,
0: no idea. Who's going to replace him.
1: Well, who's going to replace? How you going to feel when you don't hear the boogie? I
0: like DW. Yeah, DW for me again. He's who I grew up with in the booth. His voice, like when I go back and rewatch old highlights, it's DW's voice that makes that you know it's like that nostalgia comes over me. So I, I I like DW. I've never had a problem with the boogity boogity boogity. I like the whole shtick, and I, apparently it's worn on some people. So to each his own. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see a problem. I like I like Fox. I like Mike Joy. I like Jeff Gordon. Not that I don't like NBC, but um, I don't know. I don't know who you replace him with. I really don't. I mean, people speculated a few weeks ago it's going to be Harvick. He's not coming out of the car anytime soon. I don't think. So who? Who, who's out there? Are, are you going to bring McMurray from the sports hub, from, from race hub, to the booth with Gordon? I don't know. I mean, or, I have no idea.
1: Or, as Ken Willis says, a two-man booth okay.
0: Yeah. That may be what they do. Yeah. I like Larry Mack Reynolds, but yeah. they're not going to go back to him. And I think he's found a good little spot for him carved out for, oh, for yeah. what he's doing at Fox.
1: And I really hope that um, they have some sort of they, – they put him – they put DW on some sort of uh, stipend where, you know, if they need to do uh, something historical, yeah, uh, you know, they bring him in and, and have him do, you know, because during some of these green flag segments at some of these races, yeah, you could use a break. And- oh,
0: I know. And, and people get tired of that because, you know, DW goes off on a tangent and whatnot. And they, oh, we, we want to be told about the action on the track. Well, guys – Sometimes there's not action on the track. Uh, Sometimes they're just following each other yeah. around. And I don't want to hear them. You know, I just uh, it's just pe- pe- yeah. pe- people always have something to complain about, especially in NASCAR. God, it is infuriating. There was
1: a uh, there was a portion of the Daytona 500 where I know that you were downstairs and I was upstairs, yeah. and I could see the track, and you couldn't see the whole track. But there was a a portion of the Daytona 500 where there was literally cars in every corner. Yeah, That's how spread out it was. It was like after Green Flag stops, everybody was spread out. You you didn't know who the leader was. I mean, so, uh, you know, in moments like that where you know there won't be any disaster, you know, there's no impending disaster because it's not a restart or anything, throw in a little historical clip with DW saying, you know, well you know in 1980 boy that was quite a race or something and then you know like a little three four minute thing
0: yeah. i would not be surprised if he doesn't leave i mean if, if he doesn't leave fox altogether like if he transitions to maybe a couple couple races a year role in the studio you know how fox has started to cut back to jamie mcmurray and McReynolds reynolds and Whoever the the girl is, I don't remember her name right now. I like her a lot. Shannon Spake maybe is that it?
1: The woman, yes, the woman announcer.
0: We're not PC on this show. Whatever.
1: Yeah. So, you know
0: what I meant. but I yeah, mean. I like DW. What I mean are—are are, are you sad he's leaving? I don't—I've never had a problem with him, not once. I know people don't like him. I don't understand why, but maybe I just don't. Maybe I just don't freaking complain as much as other NASCAR fans do. Yeah. My God, it's just exhausting. It's, Has it always been like this? Well, yeah, because
1: because. You go one way and they complain, you go the other way, they complain, you go another way. You try to find the middle, they complain, so it's it's never-ending.
0: I like DW shtick and, and kind of the goofiness and the yell loud noises and stuff over Jeff Burton just sitting there monotonely explaining what's going on on the track. Yeah. it's just, and Him and Steve LaTarte. Oh, God, we get it, but not everything has to be serious. Yeah.
1: I'm angry. Side job, side yeah. job. I, I like Junior. I like
0: Junior. Side I, job. And I like Jeff Gordon. Side job. Yeah.
1: Um, so anyway, let's mo- let's move ahead because um, in, in this last four week segment, there's been two short track races, then Texas. Now we're going back to a short track. Yeah. And Richmond, Richmond is a racy little track. Little I'm, night race. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Saturday night. Uh, I believe it's on Fox, if my, if my head's right.
0: I hope it's just DW announcing the whole thing. Nobody else. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do it. <laughs> Open mic. It's DW, right. DW, this is all yours. Yep. Take it away.
0: Richmond's a fun race. Though. I didn't used to like Richmond. It's gotten better, though, the past couple of years. Yeah.
1: It's... Uh... It produces, um, you know, it's not Daytona or Talladega, no. but it does produce different winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Kyle Busch swept both races last year.
0: Chase should have won that race last fall. Yeah, yeah he a exactly. He exactly.
1: So, race um, Exactly.
0: Here's my prediction. I I think we're going to see a first-time winner. A, I do. A first-time no, winner? No, no, this season. Oh. Not, not in general. Right. I think we're going to see uh, an Almirola, a Chase Elliott, um, a Boyer, someone like that, I could see an Eric Jones, a Daniel Suarez, you know, someone who hasn't won this year but has really been racy lately. Right. I think we're going to see it first. I really do. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that that because last week I feel like the cars kind of balanced out a little bit where you didn't have that one dominant car. Right. And. Um, and I know you did at Martinsville. Well, this isn't Martinsville, so so I I, I feel like everybody's kind of making gains a little bit. Well, even
1: Martinsville, uh, Keselowski's pit crew kept getting yeah. him out ahead, if yeah. he, and, and that was the difference in Martinsville. So
0: I just I, I,
1: I they know. were they were really close in Martinsville. Yeah. I mean that that was a race. Yeah. Although I think Bristol on my you know countdown because I always keep a I was. Keep right. track of my top five for next year. You know, uh, during the off season, and I think uh, Bristol's now gone to the top of the list.
0: Yeah, I would say from from start to finish, Bristol was probably and the, yeah.
1: and the surprise ending, basically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, they go to Richmond, then they get a week off for Easter. So we'll see you in church cool. a week from Sunday, right? and then uh they may need a
0: little
1: church <laughs> <at> the <Richmond. laughs> well they may need a little church before they go yeah. to tall man yeah you're right
0: there holy it's cow not a restrictor plate race godwin don't call it that no call it a tapered race yeah we're Ta- going tapered racing
1: yeah spacer
0: is it gonna even look any different i don't know
1: it, it won't look any different because
0: maybe it, a little slower it'll it?
1: be it might or faster i mean it's it faster, just depends yeah. on what to, you know yeah. it's just like the restrictor plate because it restricts the air that goes to the engine yeah. so they can decide uh and and something maybe people don't realize is just like the restrictor plate nascar hands out those tapered spacers yeah so, like at a food truck yeah
0: they're all rocking okay here's yours here's yours yep. here's yours that's funny yeah I like to see that visual
1: so uh Anyway, that'll be interesting. Um, I'm actually interested to see what happens at Talladega now that the plates are officially gone.
0: Yeah, Talladega's always a fun. I personally, and maybe sacrilegious to say that here, I think Talladega's more exciting than Daytona. Yeah, it? I just think it is. It's a bigger track. It's more wide open. I don't think you quite see the single file in Talladega like you do here. So I, I've always liked Talladega. Yeah, more.
1: well, it's a, it's a lane wider, and it's two degrees higher in the bankings. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's it's made to go racing, man. Yeah. I mean, three and four wide, that's no, no big deal at Talladega.
0: These next two weeks, three weeks, I guess, at the week off in between, um, would not be – like I said, if – I think we're going to see it this weekend, but I really wouldn't be surprised if we see a first-time winner this year at Talladega. It happened last year with Joey Lagana who wasn't doing well, and then all of a sudden he won at Talladega, and it kind of springboarded him to a championship. Yep. So you never know. You
1: never know. Okay, so that's it for You'll Get That. Speaking
0: of springboarding us to the next segment.
1: <laughs> so that's it for that, and then we'll move on. All right, so this is it. Uh, again, this is Godwin Kelly along with Zach Dean.
0: This is my last segment until I'm off until next Tuesday.
1: Maddie. Well, good for you. I'm hey, very you happy do. for you. I'm very happy. I'm going to
0: Arkansas. Going where? Arkansas.
1: Oh, oh, okay. It
0: is not a vacation. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving today.
1: There, there's some beautiful places in Arkansas. Well, there's some
0: beautiful women in Arkansas. Cause that's where my wife went to school. That's where we're going back. So,
1: well, you're going to be near the White River at all?
0: No idea. Didn't even know Arkansas had water. Yeah, I just assumed it was all. Well, that's
1: where I don't know. that's where Mark Martin uh, hangs his hat is I a place like along Mark the Martin. along the White River. That. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're going to close it out. Green, white checkers um we we got to go back to kyle bush I mean, I mean you're
0: not he's the story this year
1: yeah so basically the way bristol played out uh you had the uh the leaders pitted with about 19 laps to go
0: it was stupid yeah why did they do that and all the crew chiefs got it wrong i kept yeah. thinking to myself Track position is so important. And you guys to your tires are that worn. Why are we doing this? You're not going Bristol's too small. You don't have enough time to make it up. Adam Stevens and Kyle Bush just got it rolling. There. Yeah. Everything they do is right. It yeah. turns to gold. They're, yeah. They are the Jimmy and Chad of 2006 to 10. They really
1: yeah. are. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, he won. And he, he said we snuckered him. I mean, yeah. he said that. And, uh, those guys, uh, The two guys, Logano and uh, Teslowski and Blaney. uh, uh,
0: Blaney's another first-time winner. My God, is that 12 car up there every week. Every week. That car had been good since it was the all 12 car driven by Ryan Newman. It's up there all the time.
1: Yeah. So it's just a matter of time. I I think you're right. I think maybe in the next two races, that 12 car could be up in winners Mm -hmm. in the the victory lane. But just Kyle Busch this year, uh, across the spectrum, I mean every time he runs one of those uh, AAA he races yeah. he wins he's won three cup races I mean good lord
0: Yeah I mean I, you've been around longer than I have but as far as winning at like he has in all three series have you seen it? Not not since I've been here I no. know that.
1: No I've never seen anything like this to start a season. Yeah. I mean honest to god and I'm almost as old as Willis. Yeah. <laughs> so, almost. Yeah. All right, so um, this is going to be a shorter segment because we're actually running overtime here. Yeah. So we do every week, Jack Dean, we have a new feature called uh, Dad Jokes, and it's from the book Bad Jokes and and Puns, inspired by dads. Okay. All right? So today we're going to, page 82, joke 146.
0: This, I is, will, this, is this just picked randomly?
1: Yes. Okay. So I will ask you the question, which is the joke, the setup, as they say. And uh, we'll see if you can get it right. Okay. So this is a dad joke. How do you know when the moon is going broke? How do you know when the moon is going broke?
0: Is it... Uh, some, I mean, I know that there's... Full moons and half moons and quarter <laughs> moons and crescent moons, but I can't think of what the pun would be. So what is-
1: So the pun is when it's down to a quarter. Yeah, quarter. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a good one. Yeah.
1: So we're going to mark that one out. I can't like use it. that one again. All right. All right. So uh, that's it for uh, Daytona Motor Mouths, but we're going to leave you uh, with a uh, clip from rock and roller uh, Jackson Brown. Do
0: you want to know a secret that I'm not proud of? what i saw your rundown you sent me the clips this morning so i went into scott's office and i said i don't know who jackson brown is <laughs> is that bad <laughs> i know the name but right. i could not tell you if it is, i don't know if it's guy or girl or band or, or or an object right so there you go
1: well he was uh big time in the 70s and okay. I don't probably early 80s um he wrote uh the eagle song uh, i'm sure i've
0: heard him many times
1: what was the eagle song he wrote chris do you remember
0: he's christened a jackson brown guy apparently uh doctor my
1: eyes no there's uh yeah well he wrote an eagle song that he eventually did him so
0: hotel california no it was only eagle song is that eagle that eagles okay that's the only eagle song i know
1: it's the one where he mentions arizona
0: okay I believe.
1: I'm you. rolling down the road. Da, 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 okay, da, da. yeah, okay. I got seven. When uh, take it easy. Uh, yeah, I mean I know. I all right, so he played a he played a concert here. I called a cafe concert because it was him, another guitarist, and Jackson Brown plays really good guitar and really good piano. So he was like hopping back and forth, yeah. and then he has got a guy that played acoustic guitar and slide. Because uh, a lot of his songs have slide guitar, and then uh, two backup singers. So cool. it was, it was really, it was good. It was good. First time he's ever been was to. This up in Flagler? No, this was at the uh, Peabody Auditorium. Did you go? I went Saturday night. Really? And uh, I recorded. I was recording little bits and pieces here and there.
0: You didn't even send me a Snapchat. I'm sorry. I would have known it was anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Jackson Brown, um, you know, making his first appearance here never been to Daytona. Cool. And he said he really likes the word Daytona. <laughs> so this is we're gonna leave you with Jackson Brown on stage at Peabody Auditorium talking about Daytona.
0: Cool. Five, six, six. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.